0: raise it up why raise it up raise it up why raise it up He raise it up why raise it up why? raise it up why hey raise it up He raise, hey, raise it up why raise it up Hey loves, hey loves. My name is YM Vaughn. I also go by Y, and this is another incredible, spectacular episode of Raise It Up Why the podcast. We are coming at you the last Thursday of August 2023. In an episode, I'm still deciding what I want to call for sure, for sure. However, it's going to be something to the effect of happy hip hop as well as Ali. Um, I'm not even going to act like we're, there's no belaboring the point. If you are on YouTube, first of all, thank you for your uh, non-refundable time and energy, as well as all of my loves who listen on on Everywhere You Can Consume podcasts. But YouTube, the cat's out of the bag. I am sitting here with one of my favorite humans in this industry. His name is Ali Shaheed Mohammed. He is who I call the Zen master. You will learn more about that why uh, uh, in just a moment and everything. <laughs> I, I, I don't care if you are listening on. You have to at least take a gander at this episode because uh, we're in his studio. Um, this is a pleasure for me personally because you... I'm not going to speak for you, but I'm going to say you're probably a more private very Dan,
1: private
0: right aren't you a pretty private person very
1: private
0: very private and
1: except when i'm on stage or having conversations like this but yes yeah i like it like that you
0: listen I'm, I'm not even gonna get into because i'm gonna do a little you know intro and all that fun stuff for the pod like we always do however this this episode will be just a little different we're not going through all of the segments like we generally do i'm really only here to give you all a taste of the gratitude, the thankfulness, and everything that I gain by knowing this gentleman. And because hip hop just turned 50, everybody's doing something pretty spectacular with their platforms and stuff. And you were around since before I started this podcast, clearly (laughs) uh, when I was on Dre's and everything. And um, when I started this, I don't know what it is. I've always wanted to protect y'all. Like between you, Terrace I've had on, but Terrace, talk about a brother. Like, you know, I've known him since I was 16, so it doesn't even feel the same sort of a thing. But uh, he's, no, but he's that dude. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to belittle my my, my guy. He's performing tonight, actually, at a spot in Noho, NoHo called The Verse. Oh, Verse.
1: Are you hip to that? I love that spot.
0: So I was going um, to RSVP. You have to RSVP for that place.
1: Because um, it's small. You I don't have, well, No, you do have to make a reservation. But no, that's like my... I'm, I, I'm sad that it's getting more popular because it's like, it would be my go-to spot. Like, it's such a cool little restaurant. Nice food. Really? Um, nice little jazz band that plays. Um, Terrace is there. In Terrace, yeah. And He's been doing Wednesdays. Other um, notable artists that come in on the local. It's a cool... It's a dope spot.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm going to ask you more about that in a minute. Because that's... um, I think it's The Verse or Verse?
1: Verse.
0: Verse. Okay. Um, Shouts out to Terrace Martin. If anyone gets to see him um, live, I suggest that you do that. Only in the next couple weeks, he'll be in um, uh, Japan. You just came from Japan. I did. So he's running right over there. But um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to give you an exclusive (laughs) feel of like i said something that i always am so privileged to get with my friends the point about that privacy thing is i don't this is going to sound awful i i don't like uh sharing (laughs) y'all i don't like sharing y'all with the general public exhibit told me something he's uh i wanted him to come do the hip-hop forum which we'll get into in a second um when i was doing it at the at the school where i used to Mm -hmm. teach and he said why i would come and do it he said but niggas ain't listening they want to see a famous person talk they're not listening mm. that's how he felt you see yeah how we feel about that we can talk in a second but okay. i i just once he told me that and that was some years ago when he said that and i'm like i don't ever want my friends to feel like i'm putting them on a podcast with me to be a talking head like we have a population called love culture they're the people who support this pie and um we're unified by a couple things. One, listening to this, raise it up why, if you're new here, thank you for coming and sharing your non-refundable time and energy. Uh, what we do here is uh have OGs on to edutain real ones only. Real ones are individuals who look to see what they are in life, they make uh radical acceptance of where they are in life and they attempt to go further in whatever direction that they decide to go from once they know where they are it's so hard to want to go somewhere if you don't know where you are in relation true. you know i'm happy to be here
1: Why? simple as that so we can get into what whatever you want to get into
0: i love this human um and uh we raise up your self-awareness your vibration your capacity for love which is knowledge we do that with non-corny or authentic positivity from the west coast which is where we are we know this is a new york gentleman however (laughs) from the west coast to the world and uh right before we go in what we do is ground we ground everyone listening we ground the pod this is something that you have of course an option this is always an invitation like everything I do never a request um to invite you into the space grounding for people who don't know is a technique where you bring your presence of mind with your body and your spirit all into the same space so I want you to take a moment to be here with me I want you to close your eyes and really feel your body all the way down to your feet. And just to be evident about that, with or without shoes on, go ahead and wiggle your toes. And if you feel silly, touch your nose. And you're just doing those things to recognize that you are here, presently here. Go ahead and breathe a breath in. Blow a breath out. Do that again in through your nose and out through your mouth. Just take a moment to own this. This is a miracle we call life that you are living. You are winning just by being here with us here in this life. Just by spending this time with my voice right now, you are investing into your betterment. I want you to sit with that and feel proud. Feel proud. And let's go up with Ali Shahid Muhammad We're here man. We're up. We are up. We are we've ascended. What is it? Boom. Now the all of you <laughs> your your damn uh uh you can take off your seat your seat belts. Belts now. Seat yeah, belt. fuck that. Uh so all of my following I told you this. All of my following knows every August cuz my podcast only comes out once a month. Every August since 2019 when we started this we make mention in in our episode that it's your birthday and hip-hop's birthday which happened to coincide and be on the same day yes did this birthday feel differently because it was the 50th birthday of hip-hop as well
1: it did feel a little bit different um the fact that i was raised on hip-hop you know like you talk about often and um to know what the culture has done just in existing in this plane in America um, means a lot to me. Um, And then factor in the fact that I contributed to it also um, meant a little bit, you know, meant something when we look back at other um, genres of music and, and culture Um, From blues to jazz to rock and roll um, to R&B, you know, it's all black music and on to hip hop. Um, When you see those other genres celebrated, I think in the early days, it wasn't even a thought. It wasn't a thought in my mind that, um, you know, to quote, Biggie, hip hop would take it this far, you know. And so on the actual day first of all i'm happy to be alive every day period thankful yeah um but to be able to celebrate another birthday solar year whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. um is a beautiful blessing but this particular one for you know hip-hop and what it has done for so many people what it is still doing um it's something to stand up and and to be proud of, and to be joyful about. And so, yeah, this this particular birthday, it was a little bit different, yeah, because of the fiftieth anniversary of hip hop.
0: Yes, I and 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 let the art. I know where you were. Let the audience know what you what that week <laughs> of travel, even like you talk about. check never thought that hip hop could take it this far. You. I saw you a couple days before your birthday in L.A. Yeah. We were uh, with the Jazz is Dead platform and Adrian Young. At the Mayan Theater. At the Mayan Theater. uh, When I went to the, we won't even talk about it, but uh, at the Mayan Theater. And by time your birthday came that Friday, you were in New York.
1: Yes, at Lincoln Center, (laughs) which was my second time performing there. And as a New Yorker, that's a trip you know like if you're if you're if your 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 elementary schools were cultured enough there was a field trip to go to lincoln center you know um the craziest thing is that i mean i'm looking at this picture and three gentlemen in this picture our graduation was at lincoln center so what yeah our high school
0: um i have this on this page because i'm definitely gonna take out a sharpie and like a fucking hip-hop groupie i'm gonna have ali hopefully sign this right here if you are listening this is the book that i've been having in the background of me every episode this year it's called hip-hop raised me shouts out to dave Four. he got this for me um on my birthday in 2019 and uh we were all somber because nipsey had just passed mm-hmm. and uh this has been with me the the whole trip of this podcast as well, because yep. that's when we started in 2019. So um, I open it periodically, but today when I opened it, this is the first time that, uh, again, for people listening, there's a picture here of the Jungle Brothers, um, what does it say? Doing our, doing our own thing. Doing our own dang, not thing. Dang. Dang. And this is... <laughs> Tribe, this is uh, Monian and Queen. This is DeLa, and I I have this here, but I wanted you to keep going about um, knowing that at the Lincoln Center, three of you in this picture yeah. had your
1: graduations I there. High school graduation. Mike G also attended the same high school, but he was a year ahead of Africa from um, the JBs, Q Tip and I. And so, um, So, I thought about that when I was at the Lincoln Center that particular day. I was like, wow, it's crazy. When uh, we graduated, the Jungle Brothers had already released the um, Straight Out of the Jungle album. So, it was kind of like, you know, <laughs> stardom beginning when you're only 18 and, you know, like just before graduation to graduating. So, the fact that we we were graduating, it was another level of just, Pride.
0: That's that's ins- I mean like it's- not insane but like
1: it's almost unbelievable yeah so at the Lincoln Center so that when I was there for the Arthur Barakai show it just kind of was like kind of a full circle and a reminder of um, the importance of um, being goal-oriented dreaming yeah uh, and pursuing in the face of adversity something q you talked about a lot in the music yeah. um, and as Young blacks in America is a lot of adversity, hmm. and so um, what we were able to do and when I say we I'm not just talking about a tribe called quest I'm talking about we the whole the, the culture you know everything, everything um, the way the music was created um, the way that cool her blended two pieces of vinyl together the way that the breakers got on the floor and expressed um their feelings in the form of dance, right. and the artists, the graffiti artists who didn't have galleries or canvas, hmm. and and used the backdrop of the city to be a canvas. How you may feel about it being like vandalism or not, that's beside the point. Um, but just, and then for the rappers, um, the street poets, um, all of that to go from your bedroom To go from, um, again, having a lack of resources, um, from an education perspective, from you know, a lot of things, the government maybe setting up some community centers was something that's going to give direction. Like all these things, we had to figure out, you know, and this is the result of it. So we um, did something really special, and to be there at Lincoln Center. Um, that particular day, it, it it felt good, but also at the same time, it felt like, man, it's not enough.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Tell me more about that.
1: Well, um, it was a great celebration. Yeah. Um. There's a, a Brazilian artist named Arthur Barreca. He had released an album in 50 years ago. Literally 50 years ago. 1973. It was his only album, and um. Didn't get the notoriety that I think he should have. And yeah. so with our company Jazz is Dead, we, um, we give flowers to those luminaries who um, we have discovered through the vessel of hip hop, through the vessel of vinyl culture, through mm-hmm. going and buying records and discovering um, the emotions and, and figuring out like, oh, let me sample this, you know? Um, and, and, and the growth that occurs through art, um, and so we're there celebrating Arthur, and to see Arthur get his flowers, it was his first U.S. tour, um, that's crazy. You know, it takes years. 50 years for you to get to a tour after making an incredible album. And the thing about Arthur as a, as a composer, a musician, is he he uses an orchestra. That's something that um, I've been I'm working with, thanks to my brother Adrian Young, um, and composing and just how that takes the music to another level right. when we listen to the icons of like Quincy Jones, Isaac Hayes, Curtis Mayfield, um, um, Barry White, yeah. you know, when they use orchestra, it was, mm-hmm. the music was sensational and made us feel something we might not have known yeah. why we were feeling what we were feeling. Yeah. Um, so authors from that ilk and, um, it was a celebratory day. It was hot, and people <laughs> were happy. You know, Adrian did a set. I did a DJ set. And you can you could feel the energy and the pride in the people. Um, it was a free concert. And wow. for those people who couldn't get in, um, there was like a bulldozer just happened to be parked out there. People climbed the bulldozers just to watch the show. I played there previously a few. So I think it might have been like 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, opening for my brother, Rafael Sadiq. invited me to do a set yeah um and it was a great time with raphael but this just felt different Mm -hmm. um and so even the people who uh at the lincoln center who partnered with jazz is dead to bring us there they were like this is different you know and so you felt all of that but then for me at the end um when yeah it's my birthday so you know i'm I'm a very thoughtful person. Yeah, I didn't have a whole bunch of people come back because I know how complicated it was and it wasn't about me, it wasn't about Adrian, it wasn't about um, Drew or Jasmine who the, uh, or Adam or the Jazz is Dead. Um, board. it's about Arthur Barakai, you know, Got however... It there's something that happened there and I'm not going to really go too deep. I'm sorry to like kind of let you guys in, but not. Mm-hmm. But it's out of respect because I want to address the person directly for the way they handled the situation that made me go, no matter how far you get, it's still not enough. Whoa. To get the respect you should get. And I thought, you know, for 50 years and the way that the show opened and how those people highlighted the important monumental moment that's happening culturally for New York City Hello for a place that probably 50 years ago wouldn't really want this kind of energy in the Lincoln Center mm. for us to be there so you you know you you, you you open it up to ceremonies acknowledging that made me feel really good and proud Absolutely. but then the way it closed, made me feel like man you know what we, we we're we're thankful but at the same time we really got to get our our bread up so that we can have our own institutions
0: got you got you
1: and we will probably talk
0: about that off camera but uh that's damn it that is so what hip hop signifies to me which is expression all the ways that you talked about with everything that we know of as the pillars of hip hop from DJing to b-boy stances and break dancing to graffiti art to street poets, AKA MCs and in the KRS one tell it education Mm -hmm. being a fifth pillar. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's where I come in as an edutainer. Let me tell it. Um, But you know, ninth and every, like people who edutain, Mm -hmm. like we do this at formal institutions. Like we really do this. um, Chairs too, actually. But um, it's, in my opinion, and you were there so I, I would love correction if you would provide it. It feels like hip-hop started as a way to express and address disparities, social injustices, maybe choosing to party when, I know on the West Coast, we could choose to get active and turn up mm-hmm. and make this shit, we could make it crack, you understand, yeah. Like, and I'm not saying only West Coast does that, I'm just owning it as opposed to putting it on anyone else. Um, Instead, let me channel that energy that I would have flocked your house with or that I would have, uh, you know, ran through your neighborhood with. Let me channel that energy into this expression and get it out that way. Whether I'm dancing like a B-boy, whether I'm a, a fine artist like a graffiti artist, you know yeah. what I'm saying, without a canvas. That was crazy. Where the, the, the city is your canvas. Yeah, That's a, yeah, I'm I, I'll... Journal on that later, but um, we always leave and I always have to journal (laughs) when I'm leaving. Uh, uh, that's just the way it goes. But um, even with all of that, we get here 50 years later, hip hop is the biggest export in media period since I want to say about 2018 or 17 is when the actual announcement was made because the switch was undeniable at that Mm -hmm. point, like Amigos' time, it was Mm -hmm. around there, let's just say. you can't advertise without fucking with us. You hardly could
1: teach without fucking with TikTok us. TikTok would not be TikTok if it weren't for hip You hip-hop.
0: can't TikTok without us, which almost every label, if I understand the business correctly, is almost in bed with particularly that app. Um, and other social media as well, but we just said the word TikTok, so you know that right there. Even after all of the undeniability of what we are with, American culture, capitalistic culture where you have to advertise and sell things, you still get people that be like, Okay, but but know your place. But we are who we are and you are who you are, right? The condi- the condescension is almost implied.
1: Yeah, we're still waiting we're still waiting for another door to be for us to be allowed to walk through. Like nah. that hip hop wasn't born out of that. No. To be a and no, let me correct myself, it was born because of that oops that we need your permission to be us like to accept us for who we are we're the marginalized community yeah. we don't need permission we are
0: God's,
1: we are a God's great period point blank you know and so period. that was the way that the night ended for me, and I'm still really bothered by it um'm motivated there we are. It because I don't need someone else. We don't need mm-hmm. other people to let us into the building. Like, we are before the building.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and so absolutely.
1: we really need to. It's nice to have allies and to be. To, 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 be in places True. where there's notoriety, where you can blend with other communities. That's True. important. You know, yeah. isolation is not good for any any human. No. Um, but having our own institutions that are um, esteemed yeah. and as prestigious, that offer um, educational, you know, components, mm mm-hmm is really important i think and after 50 years of cultivating america Mm. and um, adding greatly to america's gdp
0: Mm.
1: um and globally yeah so some other countries if you look at um the music business of korea and how We know, I know specifically, you know, talk to Teddy Riley, how he was the architect of the music, the black music existing there to the point of where it's it's K-pop now. Like this Mm -hmm. is standing on our shoulders um, and the amount of money that that's generating. Mm -hmm. I I think, you know, we should be doing something a little bit differently at this point.
0: I love it. I love it. And I love that this is a, well, let me say I love that the revelation uh, came with the wisdom of your birthday and hip hop turning fifty. I'm not happy that it happened on your birthday. I'm not happy it happened. Period. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm 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 hearing just the extras that's not being said, and I'm sitting there like yeah.
1: If I said what it was, I'm telling you like the, the, that building would be smoke and people would be upset. But I don't. I'm not one. I'm. I am not in the habit of taking social media to bring, to burn buildings down. No. I think that, you know, there's a time and place to have certain type of conversations to help um, uh, remedy injuries.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In a
1: way that then projects and catapults us beyond if we just burnt it down. Period. You know, rightfully so, justifiably so, but at the same time, you know, I try as I age yeah. um to to be long term in my thinking. And yeah. and so that's the one thing I could definitely say <laughs> mm-hmm. I learned in being in the hip hop industry is that mm-hmm. you know we we we're justified in being angry about certain things. Yes. But we haven't had the mentors um to sit us down and go okay young blood like y'all get in the room let's figure this out And this is how we do this because we are community and blah 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 and this is what we're trying to get you know the hurt feelings the emotions that's real and you want to address that and, Mm -hmm. and, and and be able to speak towards it but let's build and when you don't have that kind of coaching around you um it's just a wild emotion mm-hmm. that's unchecked mm-hmm. um and i think also part of the way i'm viewing life has to do with just my belief system as a muslim yeah. and you know patience is something compassion is something yes you know that we pray for we want we yeah. want mercy we want forgiveness yes um we want revenge. <laughs> we want some get back. We still you know, gangsters. But revenge, no, 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 no. you know, like define what revenge looks like.
0: That's know. and see? Yeah, because when you look at revenge in a way, the Tyler Perry creating the table as opposed to asking for permission at your table, that technically depending on how one would like to view it, could be seen as a form of quote-unquote revenge if you wanted to look at it that way you know what i'm saying and with just what i'm the the energy of what i'm hearing you know even with words unspoken regarding that that incident i think that's uh not to quote beyonce but like uh one of the best uh best revenge is your paper quote-unquote but the idea being if you have your own capital, your own resources, and you're able, it's like what indie artists are doing to the traditional format of music industry standards, right? Kind of like, well, if I take this in my own hands and I own my own masters and I license my stuff to you instead of sell it to you or sell out to Mm -hmm. you 360,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) 720 with some (laughs) niggas, if I give all my stuff away, you know what I'm saying? Once you start to become more knowledgeable, about what the game looks like, that could be considered that. But you left from New York on your birthday. How long after that were you
1: in Japan? Uh, like a day and a half later. Yeah, I went to Tokyo, and Tokyo is one of my favorite cities. Wow. Um, in in addition to New York City, of course, <laughs> and <laughs> Toronto, and London, and um, Los Angeles, and um. Oddly Ho Chi Minh and I still don't know why, but Vietnam Where's Ho Chi Minh? It's in Vietnam it's crazy peaceful. I don't know. It's weird. It's the weirdest thing. Because Ho when Chi... you if like I took a photo and you have um like four families, four people and a pet maybe on a moped, and um there are like hundreds of mopeds like in the street, like going and they're like barely touching. So that doesn't look peaceful or right. It looks sort of scary and chaotic, but just walking around, I don't know. It was really um, peaceful. But I was in Tokyo, and um, blessed to be able to um, share the love for hip hop with the people in Japan. They definitely have always supported um, the, the hip hop culture. Have, have tried to, you know, they. I don't want to say emulate it's just in their soul in their blood oh, and yeah. it doesn't matter if you're in um, um Cairo or or Paris or Lyon or um, Bologna or um Palestine or um Sao Paulo hmm. like it's in so many people's soul and spirit and yeah. so to be able to go there right after um was a blessing don't take it for granted i was mm-hmm. very thankful for that and i know what you're getting at i stay busy
0: yeah <laughs> being around the world today and night.
1: like you yeah
0: you go man yeah so far as did you see j-rock out there
1: nah i didn't i didn't know he was out there
0: i just saw uh well i was looking at his insta
1: that's right because kendrick played the night um he played the last night and I, and I was supposed to flew out and I was like, oh, I wanted to see Kendrick. Yeah. You so DJ for
0: Kendrick for something.
1: Did you not? I did. Um, American express express had like one of those, um, <laughs> membership only performances and, and Kendrick was there. It was like 2016, 20, like
0: 2016, 17, 20, maybe 15,
1: 16. Somewhere around there. I uh, think for the "How to Pimp a Butterfly" I don't know what year that was. Oh, 2015. Yeah, it came out 2015. So it was. It was like during that campaign. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was dope. I mean, I, he's got the torch. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, I love him personally. And I was happy to be called on for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, that dove tells me into well one yes you stay busy um and but it's so weird because I call you Zen Master because I feel like whatever piece that this industry has hidden in its corner pockets you tap into you've been able to find I think a part of that is staying out the way
1: yeah that's just my mom and dad you know made my father rest in peace um really just them and family unit Mm -hmm. they were both civil rights activists got you um my mom and and her 18 years of age was doing her black lives matter you know um and and so was my father that's how they met
0: Wow. Um, wow and so
1: i just grew up in that kind of environment which is another reason why i'm super private like got you the stories of my mom saying yeah the fbi was knocking on the grandma's door constantly because we were out there right you know it was a different time back then
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah for sure if the fbi is knocking on your door that's different and you're different. you know it's it's different so mm-hmm. um that's how i grew up and so um and again to this man right here <laughs> sitting in the picture mr chris lighting me rest in peace he was another warrior out there um and watching chris navigate the industry coming from the bronx he watched it he saw for sure he was there um he saw this being birthed and the way that he used his his uh his divine being to protect you know, you talk about protecting. Yeah, Chris was about protecting it, but part of protecting it is owning, owning responsibility. Hmm. You know, y- yourself, and then those who are around you, your community, your family, and if we are in this art form, this culture, this, this business, yeah, um then it's making sure. you have a goal yeah, and you know what it takes to get to that. you. Gotcha. And so, um, yeah, we had fun, but at the same time, like Chris was the first dude to go into this office and he would be the last person to leave. Like that's how he was, you gotcha. know? So that's how you go from in tribe called quest. I'm sorry, Buster. You were not Chris's first man, first, first artist. Huh? set the record no no it's not it's not i'm not i'm not even trying to throw shade it's just i see him say that i'm like yo but dude tribe was before all of this yeah um so i'll go as far as to say that no beef Mm -hmm. it's real um but chris was that guy you know and when you you see someone who is that driven and you start to sit down and pay attention to um some of the things he's trying to to accomplish yeah without the resources without the financial resources but he has the resources of the talent of course and the purity of the art form the purity of the culture yeah. um, and then being attached to the violators which like we we don't have enough time to even go into that right. Um, it, you, you make a decision of like, what do you want to do? How do you want to get into it? How do you want to mix it up? Like, do you want to, be knocking heads out, constantly um, beating your chest? Mm-hmm. Um, or do you want to find a peaceful chamber? You know, we all had to find a peaceful chamber in order to deal with companies who and are engaging you, but yeah. they're not wholly supporting you. Got you. Um, exploiting you. Got you. And so, yeah, um, I would go to the studio. i go to the club because I like to listen to the music. Yeah. Um, I like to see the bodies on the floor shaking, but then I would go back home um, to better my craft.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. Um, and Q-Tip was the same way. Um, and so, watching the demise of certain people who didn't understand mm-hmm. how destructive it could be to get what you asked for. Like, the creator say, yup, you wanted it, you got it. Wow. Um, and I would see the destruction happening, I didn't want parts of that yeah um and put shine the light on myself a lot to try and like find my center
0: yeah um
1: so that as you open this 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 conversation um so that I can fully be present and understand what that really means yes so these are things that um in the records listening to the records sometimes yeah um, there's a song that I talk about a lot from a group called Brainstorm. They have a song called Journey to the Light. Mm. Came out in 1978. Mm. I used to listen to that record constantly and just dream. Ask your dad about Brainstorm. Brainstorm. Um, Journey Brainstorm, to the Light.
0: Okay. Journey right, to write, the write Light.
1: And um, just everything that was spoken in that song lyrically every note the bass player played every note that the trombone trumpet play like everything every every drum fill, mm-hmm. um every um belita woods was, was uh the lead singer of that group she went to parliament after that the way her melodies just like just swam through all of that mixture um was the foundation of my every day of striving to be whatever whatever that it was mm-hmm. that they all blended together in that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish you could play it so that people can understand it and, I feel, and feel what she was sing, singing and just all the elements. Like, to me, that's my center point. And so if you listen to that, then things will start to make sense about who I am and and what I'm striving towards and not just by myself, but trying to figure out how to help other people have that level of peace and um, focus. You've
0: done that for me in this industry and and you would hear when I would come to the studio, the, like, you know, the other, stu- the other location, but there would be days where I would be like, I don't know what the fuck is going on or what I'm doing regarding, you know, just <laughs> you and I met with Terrace and even just a couple months, I believe, or weeks, even after you kind of settled in LA, yep. you were on a panel for a hip hop forum that I had created for the first time ever, um edutaining, really. You were helping me carry out my uh budding edutainment career back mm-hmm. then, right? Um that was right before I got the pharmacy with Dr. Dre mm-hmm. and everybody else. You guys can look that stuff up. Um But as I was getting into it, I've all I I knew Dre before 2015. I knew uh I did not know Exhibit. I knew uh, uh, Terrace and Battle Cat. A -hmm. a bunch of people I worked with, I knew since I was like 16, 17, 18. So it wasn't very new, but it was the spotlight of being with Dre Mm -hmm. and mixed with the uh, beginning of streaming. Like it literally changed Apple Music, changed how the music industry is done. It it was a bunch of newness that I didn't even realize I was in Mm -hmm. while it was happening. And the switch up of different people in my personal environment, which I had not experienced, like people who've known me since I was 16, 17, and I know I haven't changed, let's say, Mm -hmm. and I'm coming, (laughs) you know where I'm going with this. And it's like, you're standing next to important people, people who some folks around you have decided are even more important than themselves. Mm. So once they see you standing next to Dr. Dre, or they see you standing next to DJ Premier, even you, standing next to Ali Shaheed Mohammed, and everything that you come along with, all of your, you know, legacy, all of a sudden, I'm brand new, or, okay, new booty, okay, it must be nice, Uh, hey, stranger, can't call nobody no more. I'm like, we talked like once a year before 2014, period. Or, or... My personal fave. Someone told me, "Oh yeah, uh, the only way she's accepted over there, she must be sucking Dr. Dre's dick." Oh, oh, is that right? You know, in this, I, I am little sis mm-hmm. to absolutely your word. I, you can, if you've heard differently, please let me Never know. Never
1: heard anything other than that. Like. You are who you are. It's so authentic and so real. Like, you don't, your, your level of, of love and light commands the respect because you give it and it, it's received, you know? And so I've never heard anything like the fact that you're even saying that, I'm, I'm very surprised that people would even think that, especially if it's people that know you. Like, why? Like, that's just, uh, I it's, had it's, it's, it's despicable. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That people, because um, it doesn't only happen in music business. Like, perfect example, like what we're going through politically right now. Um, yes. You see with your own eyes and people are so seduced.
0: Hmm. Good word.
1: Um, by their own inner ambitions and ugliness that what is true in the light still for whatever reason um, people will allow their inner evil ambitions their insecurities allow the energy that they have because they're powerful, we're all powerful to speak bullshit garbage Um, and here we are where we're about to deal with another political bout of Mm. um, the existence of our country and how we will be here and it matters to me Um, and not to like get off the music subject but you know just for someone to really twist who you are, and to even mouth it with the breath that God has given them, hmm. when they know better, it's different. If you are just ignorant, like if you ignorant, I, 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 you get a pass on that ignorant. Let me educate you. Let me let, let's talk it through. Let's right. check check that off. Check that off. Can we have a conversation yet? Yeah, but we're at a point where people don't even want to talk. They just want to keep throwing daggers and yeah. and, and and spears but also think that there's not a price to pay for it and so you know to speak ugliness behind your back or in front of your face um (laughs) it's goofy it's goofy
0: it's weird and like you said i had to learn that the length of time someone has known me has no bearings on whether they know me
1: yeah really
0: that was what i had to come to grips with because sometimes folks know you in ways and to the depth that is convenient for them Mm -hmm. to know you like oh yeah why oh yeah shoot (laughs) you know basically i'm i'm cool with dr dre because i know why yeah basically (laughs) i basically i was a member of a uh, Tribe Called Quest and a Lucy Pearl, because I, cause I know why and why I know Sha- Ali Shaheed. People are goofy. Yeah. People are goofy and they want to, and, and you know, I say in the top of the pod, we raise your self-awareness, your vibration and your capacity for love, which is knowledge. It goes back to the self-awareness piece. When people aren't familiar with whose voices they think are more important than their own, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like people who I've delegated in my own personal life, I might not have even admitted it to myself in the mirror. So I don't really know. That's the ignorance of self. Right. So I don't even really know. All I know is I act out when that person doesn't give me attention. Mind you, my first degree is child development and family studies. I know what it's like when the kid drops the you know drops the baba whatever baba might be it could be a toy it could be a, a patty. it could be i'm thinking of my niece right now uh shouts out to winter ray um but uh you can you throw your your thing and then the parent if they're not paying attention will just go get it for them and bring it back Then yeah. and they throw it again and the parent will go get it and bring it back and with no instruction the child is recognizing oh i got all you niggas in check you know yeah. shouts out to buster again Woo! You know, like mm-hmm. I got everybody a check. I'ma just throw stuff y'all gonna serve me. Everyone's gonna serve. That's what an untamed ego in an adult person looks like. Mm-hmm. When I go under people's comment sections, when I talk crazy because I want Ali Shaheed's a- attention, actually. So let me say something wildly rude or let me, you know, Yann's attention. Let me say something totally off-kilter, because at least she's going to acknowledge me then, yeah, it's a child throwing a pacifier, and as the parents in this situation, we don't realize we're being put in parental situations. We can keep giving them what they're looking for because that's actually going to satiate that uh, that anxiety that they're looking to fill the void, or we can give you exactly what you think of yourself, which is nothing
1: mm-hmm. that's the other that's the other side of it I'm more on the side of can we get in a room and talk about some stuff? But it's it's um it's not it's not easy to do that because there are times where I'm just like yo I am not, I have no problem commenting my address and you can come right here and we can talk about that thing that you but I know that that then I'm bring bringing other energy mm-hmm. and I know that truthfully that entity mm-hmm. has no desire to be at peace and harmony within their own soul and spirit. So it's like, then you gotta give them the nothingness.
0: You have to give them the accurate reflection of themselves. The accurate reflection of themselves is what you think of you, which is nothing. We just talked about and got into a great topic or just discussion about your birthday. And then once you realized the part that didn't, you couldn't find light to make beauty in it. You said, you know what, that part I'm gonna save. Sorry to bring you guys. Your light is so trained. You, Zen Master, uh, you're, you're, <laughs> you're, but it's such a good reflection of, I mean, you could call it self work if you're looking at it therapeutically, yeah. or you could, you know, you're so in touch with your uh, spirituality. And I think that's a grounding thing, like your family unit and things. It's so, it's so pure of tone. It's the way I hear. You're going to laugh at this, but I'm not even joking. The way I hear the bass line on Gate uh, 54, that is my favorite thing. I need you to understand that.
1: Adrian, you hear that?
0: Yes, sorry. Okay, Adrian Young, my brother, I love you, like, brilliantly. Uh, But, like, Mm. that bass line being played on there, uh, everything around it is... In my opinion, but you also know I love the bass mo- like the most in a in a song. Bass makes the women's hips move. You guys know I'm a hippie chick. Long story, but the thing is, I'm I'm being funny. But the thing is, there's a a centralizing uh, a grounding. I think the bass is very grounding, and I'm not I'm I don't I don't doubt that the bass spoke to you, and you speak to the bass by accident.
1: Yeah,
0: like you yeah. you feel like you play. Um, but but not just in that. I'm talking about from Lucy Pearl to Tribe, like any of this stuff, like uh and the midnight hour. That's what I'm referencing with uh our boy, uh well, your brother and my great, great homeboy. I'll look to call you a brother one day if we get that close. Uh Adrian Young. Um you have a very grounding effect in every what I know musical entity for your scoring Mm -hmm. in Luke Cage and things like that. Talk about another time when I came to your studio, when you guys did Luke Cage. I told you this. You guys did Luke Cage. It was at the bottom of 2016. Everyone was feeling uh, a lack of hope because of the election and things like that. Mm -hmm. That and you, this, she was my former student. So now Mm -hmm. she's my team, you know, and everything. Uh, So she was there when you spoke at Hip Hop Forum. Mm -hmm. You can attest to this. Tell me if I'm lying. That October 31, that Halloween, instead of lots of my boys dressing up like whatever Mm. they would dress up like, they all had hoods up, because it's 2016, this is Black Lives Matter, this is everyone important from, not everyone important, I don't wanna say it like that, but a lot of pivotal individuals from Maurice White on my side, very personal loss. For me, uh, Natalie Cole before him, Prince, And then come down to Philando and all of the stuff in Black Lives Matter and the stuff that was happening around that time. It was just it it, as an educator, as someone who got a new crop of 18 year olds every semester, it was a time when dealing with the black student success program and a bunch of black scholarly boys to watch the hope and the light leave a bunch of their eyes Mm -hmm. when they saw what their government, when they saw what their environments thought about them. Mm Then to see on Netflix, Luke Cage at the time that you and Ali scored. You are Ali. Hello. You and Adrian scored. My bad. Two A's. (laughs) Um, And then to see all of my boys unprompted dressed up as Luke Cage with bullet wounds, bullet holes rather, Mm -hmm. in hoodies. And the hood up goes back to Trayvon. Hoods up. And all of these boys are Luke Cage. I came to your studio, if not that night or that afternoon when I left the job, the next day, whenever yeah, it was. What are you telling me I said, "I don't even know what to tell you." Like, you guys did this.
1: Like, um, shout out to Chael, Chael Hadari, Coker, yeah. the showrunner for um, Luke Cage. Like, absolutely. Chael, Chael deliberately put that hoodie there for that reason. Wow! Wow! Like, you know, I mean, his his devotion to the culture and understanding what is against us and how to overcome is so so massive. And everything that Cheo went through to deliver Luke Cage um, Mm -hmm. even by calling on Adrian and I was um, he knew what the hell he was doing. You know, he's a very brilliant soul. And he spoke for the culture as a writer um, through several publications, um, historic hip hop publications, but that was another way for him to speak and um, to hear that that was the, the the response from the hurt and pain that yes. Cheo felt for for us as a father. You know, as um, as I'm sitting thinking about it, it, makes me a little bit emotional. Yeah. Um, but to hear that that's what it inspired says it all, you know, and it is an affirmation to keep doing you. And I'm saying that to you, Chao, like keep you a warrior and they know it. They know you're a warrior. Um, but let that be the reminder um, to keep. It's what the purpose, you know, a lot of us, we have, we know what our purpose is yeah. and some of the, some of the beatings we get in trying to, you know, fulfill that purpose yeah. will sometimes bring us down and make us not forget, but it's just you on the mat you, on, and it's like, you got to get up. To, they counted, and You yeah. got to get up. The countdown is death. And so, um, and sometimes you might be hurting so much, you like your effort. Yeah. I'd rather die, Yeah. you know, than to get up and, and feel the hardship of living the purpose. But when you're taking the light you have and giving it to those young men and women of America, mm-hmm. and I, you know, we're global artists, but I speak yeah. from the American experience because it's what I live. Period. Um, and especially right now. Yeah. Like, we need all the light. These young need all the light. Yeah. Um, I listen to all sorts of music, and the music that I grew up on, it spoke about love, and the you know, like, they didn't have what we had in the 60s, the 50s. Yeah. But... Love was paramount, and I think for whatever reason, there's a a confused idea Mm. of what love is, is and what it's supposed to be. So much so that the young artists are dampening their own light and spirit. And I don't mean any disrespect to anybody out there. I, I actually heard Dre speaking about this recently yeah. um, with Kevin Hart. Mm. And I understood where Dre was coming from.
0: What did he say? I missed that.
1: Um, I, I don't want to misquote him. Okay. So, you know, go back, people, and watch it. I think the context of was him speaking up for younger artists and for the, the older artists who put younger artists down, gotcha. he was, he was saying he's not of that. And, and that, that should not be happening. And I agree with Dre. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also believe that. And as a parent, I'm sure he can understand this. If your child is wild out, now you going to sit that child down if you care about that child. Sure existence to be successful in life and be be successful in conquering self you're going to sit them down if you care about them yeah. if you don't care about them you're going to let your kids spaz out and there's no direction no. and it's just going to be whatever their relationship with the way they are behaving when they're with other individuals when they're with earth mm-hmm. all these other elements that's going to be but if a life passes through you, it's your responsibility yeah. to then say, This is what my understanding is. Let me help you gotcha. so that you can succeed in yes. being a human being. We often think, Oh, um, you know, you want your children to be successful. Like, first of all, we should be successful as just being a human. And what does that mean? Okay. So, if you don't have children, you may be a brother to someone, a, a big uncle, a big yeah. auntie.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and when it comes to hip hop it's hard sometimes and i'm i'm not yeah. trying to put down people but it's just like yo sit down sit down where are you going with this yeah like what what's where's the light yes cuz there's 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 light and and there's fertile soil and then there's soil that nothing's going to ever grow out of it. Truth. nothing no food truth you're not going to ever eat from that ever so where are you planting your seeds? What soil are you planting your seeds in? What's going to grow out of it? Something that you can eat from or something that's going to poison you? Yeah. Um, and so I try to take the lessons I learned and yeah. um, try to be healthy with my interactions with as many are. people as possible. I don't get it right. I'm no saint. You know, um, one of the other things that, because you you talk, describing me to an to extent I'm thinking about yes. it. I'm like, you know, another another growing moment was hearing um, sometimes Fyper Q-tips say, you don't want to get Ali angry. Oh. And I'm like, when I would hear that, I'm like, am I a monster? You know, and I'm not a monster. No. I'm very peaceful. I always have been. But when you like get me that upset, then it's just like, okay, you know, there's a problem. And so even for someone who's peaceful, who, um, where this steps in to, right. to the escalation yeah. of me and displaying a different side. But even in that, as a peaceful person, like, how can I be more peaceful? Yeah you know how can i as a muslim we 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 pray we ask for patience mm. how can i be more patient yeah yeah you know and and patient in a healthy way
0: yeah
1: cuz you can be so patient that then you you're like letting you're not responding to things when you should be responding cuz you're like oh no i'm in this zen mm-hmm. state of mind it's like no, you're at this point now you you pass the threshold. Yeah. It it inspires a different response. Yes. Um so that's what, what I'm trying to a good balance focus on is um yeah, growing. Mm-hmm. Just growing up.
0: You're I know we're getting towards that. Uh I'm thinking of as you've in my opinion, grown in this industry, and as a man, I'm sure. There's a, outside of Zen Master, the other thing I see when I think of you is reinvigorate, mm. reinvent, reinvention, and real growth, actually. Mm. And I say that from a Tribe Called Quest, which is the way I learned you, of course, when I tried to tell my dad that Sucka Nigga was uh, Red Clay, mm-hmm. that 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 Freddie Hubbard copied y'all, and dad was not happy about that as a jazz pianist. Um, then to when I'm in my late teens, early 20s, and I can go out and I can like, Groove with people, and then I can dance and dance tonight. You know, and I'm and I'm out and doing stuff. Then, of course, the very West Coast version of me gets the all I really want is you, mm-hmm. and we all you know crip walk all over your song. Sorry about that, but uh, <laughs> I
1: think Battle Cat did
0: that. that well, yeah, so. Battle Cat I just think yes. of Lucy Pearl. Yeah, I just yeah. think of y'all, yeah. and I think of the fact that like I'm like yo. When I first ever see before before I knew you, I'm talking about me as a teenager. I'm like, isn't this and it made me pay more attention. Mind you, I've always loved Raphael since Tony Tony Tony. But uh it made me pay attention seeing you there. And I'm like, well, what's happening here? And just without you, I can't walk. Uh, then Dilla doing a remix to that didn't mm-hmm. help anything because that shit. Come on now. Uh okay. <laughs> like you're you're I'm I'm walking through your history on purpose and seeing the evolution. Uh, That's the other word I wanted for you. Evolutionary. Reinvigorating. uh, Revitalizing. Reinvention. And growth and evolutionary. These are all words that I tie to what I've observed from you going forward. You talked about when you spoke about that beautiful uh, message to Cheo. You spoke about purpose. Mm -hmm. Doing your gift with your purpose. And what I wanted to ask you as you're doing jazz is dead midnight hour and all of the many uh ways we can hear you in publication uh rather um in sitcoms or Mm -hmm. uh shows or you know marvel things but really what i mean to say is your scoring Mm -hmm. uh your career as as a person who scores there's a lot of reinvention and from what i'm doing as i'm reinventing and learning how to navigate my purpose and the different assignments that come along with my purpose, not confusing my purpose for any of my assignments. There's a lot of courage Mm. that I need. It's the word I journaled about earlier today. There's a lot of naysayers. There's a lot of doubt. Mm. There's a lot of people that will attempt to break your spirit in Mm. different ways than hip-hop tried to, Mm. or the doors that may have been open, closed, shut, whatever. Like, I just want to hear how you've, navigated how you've done like that vocal you were talking about Mm. in the song and swam through this industry through these different art forms uh every part of your legacy is its own legacy like lucy pearl was its own thing a tribe we don't have to talk about that we know what that means to us in hip-hop and then i'm looking at what you're doing with adrian and even how you guys record analog and you guys keep the fidelity of shit like all of this is like i know that there has to be some part of this where he gets scared sometimes or maybe feel not get scared but you can be aware of this could be scary this could be there are maybe people who might doubt or mm-hmm. might try to naysay or mm-hmm. close how do you choose courage
1: over and over um that's a very good question why <laughs> um I'll say this, that um, there are a couple of things. I am not a self-driven person. Gotcha. I'm a hell of a team player. And if if I'm on the team, chances are we gonna win. Yes. It's not about me. If I'm on a team, I'm about the team. Yeah. You um, are. I'm really <laughs> it's really hard like hard to really like underscore 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 that. Yeah. And that's a, um an important asset. Um because we all we all wanna win. Um but everybody doesn't want to see everybody else winning. And I'm just one of those individuals who actually wants to see everybody win. A thousand percent. So that's that's a huge part of the element. Um, And often in that case, I'm in great environments and sometimes. um, I might not play my position the way someone wants me to play my position. Got you. And that's not a conflict for me. It just creates conflict because I believe in my purpose and I believe in my being here, you know, and I believe in my ability and skill set. And I trust that, I want to do better i want myself to be better than whatever someone else may want for me yeah. so that means i'm going to then go do what it it takes for me to get to that point point. and so again that's another great asset to have um when you're in those environments like that though and it might not be so supportive and people might not see the see you the way that you see yourself hmm. and not that people want to be a puppeteer but just in, in the way that they show their level of support and the, their level of being down they're trying to be a puppeteer they don't know it but I do
0: yeah yeah and
1: I also am not one to like lash out at somebody for that them being how they are and they can't help it Yeah. Um, that then becomes motivation for me to not necessarily move on, but it becomes motivation for me to keep on my path, regardless gotcha. of the beatdown, regardless of the triumphs. It's mm. like you can't stop because we all are not winning. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. The struggle continues. So there's an element of the struggle continues. And even if I'm doing OK, like everyone else around me has to be doing better than me yeah and that's not the case so there's a frustration it's like what you know there's that becomes it's frustration but it turns into a driver like all right cool now I'm over here doing it And it's, it looks like I'm doing it on self but I'm not
0: hmm.
1: I'm not it's just this space here didn't even understand the level of an asset that it had and so I have to kind of like go in this other direction I'm always ready for the call. Um, So there's that element of it. But let me go back to the bigger part of the question. As a kid, I was in environments that were... um, Put it to you this way, and I've never spoken about this. I had saved my mother's life from someone trying to kill her. So that shaped a lot of my way of seeing the world and my level of survival. And because of that experience, I had to grow up. I was eight years old. Got you. So seeing life in that capacity at that age, um, it can really do a lot to a child.
0: Yeah.
1: What it did for me was, um, sharpen my level of responsibility or, or feeling responsible. It sharpened, um, I said before, survival. Yeah. Um, sense. the ability to focus and to really tune out everything that's preventing you from, for me in that moment, was everything that was preventing me from helping. Um, And the, the, the sole focus was to help, you know, and so I've carried those traits of what happened in that moment. Absolutely. Um, and it's helped me figure out what my purpose is and how to. Navigate. All the energies that you come in contact with. Yeah. Um, Friendly energies. Energies that. Don't mean you any harm, but they harm you. Yeah. And that's the that's the most difficult one. Because, I was gonna do that that might because be challenging. Your heart is attached to to it and yeah. um and that's the most challenging one to really fine tune. Yeah. So that it is no longer an obstacle. Um so when you talk about like reinventing myself Again, it's I just want I want the team to win. Yeah. And you know, other thing, people write um, when they mention my name now when they speak about the things I'm working on, like scoring or Jazz's dad. They go, Ali Shahid Muhammad, formerly of a tribe called Quest. And it's such a disappointment that you journalists have never ever. I don't even know why you say that. I have never left a tribe called Quest. Ever. I still carry ever tribes flag and um it is that legacy and what we've established and built is vital and important to kamal aka q-tip right um disha who's malik's widow Mm. and i and so um i carry that flag and we all want to see each other win
0: absolutely
1: we still like what we we talk about that the world doesn't know. Like we want to see all of us internally as a, a unit, win, but it's not just us. It's always still about this culture. Yes. Um, and the behind the scenes conversations that I know Kamal has with different up and coming artists, and that I have, is for the survival of us. Um, so that's the that's the the driving. Point. And no matter which skin I may be in, yeah. you know, if, if my brother, Mr. Sadiq, is like, yo, Tribe Called Quest Sample, Sly in the Family Stone. And as a as a kid from the Bay who always <laughs> loved East Coast, that just made me fall in love with y'all. And then that turns into a family relationship that then turns into, yo, I have this idea for this group. All these little things yeah. um, is me going with the flow understanding my purpose and what I I love to do. I love making music Um, and I love being in a room full of people who are trying to figure out how to erect what will hopefully be a building that stands the duration of time that the creator will allow it to stand. Yes so yes. <laughs> that's really it, the reinvention It's I don't know people say that I don't look at it as me reinventing myself it's my purpose is always the same you yeah. know to take care of my family to be responsible Yeah, um, to help my community and the biggest goal
0: yeah.
1: ambition is to have something that can't be helped only the creator can help and that's my final rest may whatever it was i did here be enough to get me to my soul whatever you believe in i believe in that my soul will be somewhere yeah in a place that's filled with peace no worries yeah Um, harmony through all existence from a blade of grass to whole bunch of ants that I just killed last night because I didn't want them to invade my studio but hopefully when we get to another place like the ants will look at me and be like yo I know what you did to my yo <laughs> but the almighty was like yo you had to do that so we 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 good we good we good all mm-hmm. of these things I think about and um that our people will be that's that
0: who's that Donny Hathaway.
1: Donny Hathaway Donnie. Like, for sure for it's, sure it's really really love and that we have love and that we free here like here not like in some other idea of an afterlife but here right 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 here here that we all are free that there are, are no insecurities oh shoot I am late for me
0: i was just i was gonna <laughs> i was like i was but you were you were in and i was not about to cut your wisdom yeah. i just wanted to make sure yeah i
1: have to leave it there because this yeah. is a huge huge zoom i'm i'm going to sign off thank you y, for bringing me to your raise it up squad and family and love peoples i
0: love you um thank you all thank you so for, for
1: 30 plus years of um listening and allowing the music to rock with you in any way and um yeah i mean i can't do it by myself i know a lot of people out there are on the same mission we need we need this vibration more now than ever we all see what's going on in the world and every every age has a it's um its troubles but i can't worry about what happened in history even yesterday Yesterday's done. It's a wrap. I can't go back to it. No. So um, let's just vibrate together. We get this freedom. You
0: know, y'all, Yo, Ali Shahid, Mohammed. I, I I try not to scream in his in his room in his space. It is a studio. It's soundproof. I mean, this place
1: is places made to make noise. To make
0: noise. <laughs> so I just did that. Okay. So what we're gonna do is put a pin in this so i can make sure that this man gets to some obligations and i'll do the pay your dues and different stuff um on another uh, uh take but thank you so much for listening in love culture thank this man in the comments make sure that you are following his pages jazz is dead at jazz is dead as well as at ali shaheed spelled all correctly say it in your phone it'll spell it the correct way if you don't know who this man is I don't know. I mean, I, I'm thankful that you're listening, but I don't know why you're listening. But no, no, I mess with you. Um, Guys, let's let this man go. I'll see y'all in a minute. Mm. Raise it up, 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 so, raise it up, raise it up, Had an amazing conversation that was like a get raised as well as the, goodness, break it down for hip hop <laughs> that happened all rolled in one in that conversation with Ali Shaheed. Um Y'all know what we do after that. Uh, again, no Wayans words of wisdom. I want all the words that were wise to be spoken by Mr. Zen Master himself, AKA Ali Shaheed. However, we are going to get into some pay ya do It means so much more ay, uh, that we are here to explore. Ay. We have Bonita. Afro bomb, y'all know we talk about this all the time because this is the first product of my cousin Maya's. You learned that two episodes ago, and to be in another part of Ali's studio, <laughs> where Benita Applebaum, you gotta put me, y'all. Benita Applebaum, I said you gotta put me, y'all. A tribe called Quest created that song, as you heard from the horse's mouth, from a current not former member of this hip hop pioneering group. My cousin Maya Smith created her first product of the Do hair care line. And I'm just, what a full circle moment, you know? And that's how it feels for me. This whole year for hip hop and me and my identity and who and how I am, it all feels like that. Um, so again, Shouts out to my cousin Maya Smith. There she is, as always. Uh, and thankful for this space again. Um, for the look of these braids, my hair lady at Hair by Quista. Oh, these products are at I Love The Do because Onet is right there and I keep forgetting to shout things out. Um, at I Love The Do on Instagram and all other platforms. Um, what I've been using for these wonderful, uh, not goddess braids, what do you call this? Like uh, Baja Bohemian Boho Bogo, buy one, get one braids. Um, That's not what I have. Uh, Sorry, Hair by Quista. At Hair by Quista, H-A-I-R-B-Y-Q-U-I-S-T-A, at Hair by Quista, I use my misdemeanor from the Dew to kind of give more shine back to the look and, for some honey conditioner I use from the Beeline Crazy Sexy Curl to help this look. Could you please take these? Cause they are getting heavy as I have nothing to put them on. <laughs> I haven't been doing arm exercises all day. Yes, I have. No, Um. <laughs> so I have also that I wanted to shout out, outside of my cousin, uh on one side hair by quista wait no hair by quista not my cousin maya smith my cousin on one side as well as hair by quista my hair lady since what 05 or something like that um my other cousin at kbc custom clothing my cousin caleb carter is the personal touch to the look that you just saw on Ali Shaheed. He also personally styles and tailor's clothes for his uh, Jazz Is Dead as well as the Midnight Hour partner Adrian Young. Um, you also know my cousin work because my cousin's work because he styled TJ and custom created TJ's all gold Outfit that's a very feminine word. I don't know any gentleman that be like yeah, man my outfit, bro so uh, (laughs) TJ's suit that he wore on the cover of his album um, feature presentation TJ Wilkins uh, all of these Beautiful styles were created custom by the same individual my cousin Caleb Carter Uh, so thankful uh, that he is as amazing as he is as a relative to me but also i'm very thankful for where life has allowed him to really have an intersection with my music friends i did not introduce him to the midnight hour adrian young and ali Shahid. um he was able to create that avenue for a relationship on his own and from that i've been able to leverage hopeful other interactions that he might be able to make in this industry with uh, other amazing men who enjoy being styled customly. So, my cousin, I love you, I'm so proud of you. And uh, clearly, Ali looks amazing in your designs. So, please continue doing you. So, we have paid dues to my cousins. Uh, I love the do at I. T eight no at I L O V E T H E D O U X. My dyslexia is having so much fun today. Um, my cousin uh, Caleb uh, at KVC Custom Clothing. My hair lady with these beautiful boho braids. I think I'm Lisa Bonet. Um, Lisa Bonet is Lit Kravitz's mom, Zoe Kravitz. And I think that I look like this, this is a Zoe Kravitz thing. Yeah, but I think I'm Lisa Bonet. Cause I'm grown. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? <laughs> number three, I would like to, uh, cause I always do my hair people as one. So my hair people is one, uh, Caleb is one. And then number three, as always, Ali Shaheed, at A-L-I-S-H-A-H-E-E-D, at Ali Shaheed on all platforms. Please be sure to just remark how you enjoy this talk that we had on today's episode all over his timeline, all over his platforms for the next few weeks. I think he would really enjoy that as a belated birthday gift, not only from hip hop because we are a hip hop broadcast, but also as just loves and love culture and what we do. You know? So uh, if you're going to also follow that number four, I want you to make sure you are looking at at Jazz is Dead. That is the newest endeavor that Ali Shaheed and Adrian Young have partnered on with a few others. Uh, it's where we saw the gentleman that he was speaking about. Um, I think it's Arturo. Don't worry about that. You can go look on his page and see who it was. Hello. But uh, giving flowers to amazing art that has been around for decades and is only just now giving getting its flowers. That's what the platform Jazz Is Dead sort of stands for. So that's one right there. Also, The Midnight Hour, at T-H-E, Midnight Hour, the Midnight Hour, spell it all correctly, with an underscore at the end. That is the music that Adrian Young and Ali Shaheed have created together my favorite song of theirs outside of what I mentioned in the episode gate 54. My other favorite epi- my other favorite episode, my other favorite song on that album features Ladybug from Diggable Planets. And um it's a very short song, under two minutes, but I think that it, it's just it just sounds like genius. It gives me the feel of what I heard in Luke Cage when I was really jamming out, especially to that uh, first season of Luke Cage with Snake Eyes. Ooh, that was such a good uh, doggone. Okay, anyways, I'm fanning out. I'm gonna go watch that later. Uh, last but never least thing that I want to shout out is the platform you're watching at Raise It Up Y R A I S E I T U P W Y. All the love, say, rockets up on these hoes. Um, make sure that you know the type of change. Ali was talking about the type of love and light that we need as a culture and in this industry. That is exactly what my purpose on this planet is here to do and bring. I am here, I exist to help introduce people to their worth. What people, all people, with a priority, on especially um, black and brown young men, like the ones that started hip hop culture as we know it. All right, rap music and hip hop and and what we look at as rap music within hip hop, the actual origins come all the way back to West Africa, the longer story than we have time for. But as we know rap music via hip hop culture, that 100% started Um, in 1973 uh, to put one specific uh, uh, year on it. And with 50 years under our belts, as we heard from Ali, we've done a lot, but then a lot more to do. Um, I have a cousin who does hair products that gives extra life to hip hop figures. Missed Demeanor is the oil I put on my hair in honor of Missy. Crazy Sexy Curl is a nod to the multi platinum winning record from TLC, which was called Crazy Sexy Cool. Uh, Bonita Afro Balm is a play on a tribe called Quest's Bonita Apple Bum. However, hip hop affects you and you can add it into your art, bruh. Do it. Do it. Like, this is a culture that reaches so much more and so many more um, than anyone had ever intended. So however it is for you, Ninth Wonder and I would be called edutainers. I'm a therapeutic edutainer where he's an edutainer with an athletic aspect as he works with Nike and Duke University's basketball team, things like that it's still our own flavor. We're both edutainers, but we still have our own flavors, you know, so um, I'm floored at today's episode. I feel amazing. Um, I'm gonna go home and journal about this. I'm so thankful for y'all being here. Um, Emotions have a few shows left. If you all are listening to this, we are touring all the way through October at The Emotions Legacy on Instagram. Check there. A lot of where we're going to be will be on there, um, especially after you're my little booth thing. Shouts out to Paul Russell. Um, You'll be seeing more of us out and things. So make sure that you all are tapped in, tuned in, and turned on. And thank you all for being a part of this. Stay real, y'all. Raise it up, why? Raise it up, Raise it up, why? Raise it up, he raised it up, why raise it up, raise it up, why, he raise it up, He raise it up, why raise it up, raise it up, why raise it up?